Welcome to Smarten Up with JP and Fab, where today we're going to talk about should we take CCA on our rental properties? Okay. Let's so, go. Yeah. Um, let's give a little bit of a background. I, I guess a lot of people will know what CCA is, but um, you know, when you buy a rental property, whatever it is, 500000 a million dollars, whatever it is, you cannot write off the purchase of the property because that's a capital property. So if the concept is that it's a capital property, it's not an expense. But what you can do is you can write it off over a period of time. And in Canada, we call that capital cost allowance or CCA for short. And you have a prescribed amount that you're allowed to take per year. So in the case of a rental property, it's 4%. Right. Right. And CCA is actually an election. So you actually don't have to take it you can take as much as you want up to 4% on a declining balance. Right? And you can only take CCA for rental property purposes to bring that income to zero. You cannot create losses. You cannot it. create a loss, which I believe you can do in the US, but you can't. You cannot do that over here. And you can, right? you outside of rental properties, you can create rental, you can create losses with CCA in active businesses, but just not in passive real estate investment corporations. Right, or even in your on your portfolio, let's say you have yep. a portfolio of properties and it's blended into an active business, you cannot create a loss, essentially. Or, or on your personal tax return. Yeah, or on your personal tax return. You yeah. cannot use CCA to create a loss. So from that particular perspective, one of the biggest um, administrative or tax planning issues that we run into oftentimes is do I even take CCA or should I take CCA? And, you know, we have a lot of different opinions on that. And, you know, mathematically speaking, I think both of you are, both of us are on the same page. Mathematically, for the most part, most people, at least in during working years, during their, their high income earning years, we think they should be taking CCA because from, from a time value of money perspective, why pay the tax now when you should just pay it later. Exactly, yeah, right? so, the, the, and that's a good point. Why should you pay it now versus later? So when you do take CCA on a property or on any asset, um, at the year of sale, any CCA that you've taken during the year on that property gets brought back into income, so you end up paying tax. So you're not paying tax throughout the time you owned it, you're paying tax at the end. Fab saying, time value of money, if you bought a house, if you had $100,000 last year and you bought a house versus you have $100,000 this year and you bought a house, you, your money last year was worth a lot more than it is today. So we want to pay less tax and keep our money. Yeah. So I think the big practical, the big practical point that um, uh, I like to make to the clients is, listen, mathematically speaking, you're better off taking CC, especially if you're, you're, you know, you're in your... 30s, 40s, 50s, you're earning, you're earning uh, a good income. Uh, take the CCA, especially if you have something to something else that you could be doing, some other type of investment that you could be making with that tax savings, especially then. Of course. Right? I think the only time that I advise people not to take CCA is a, when I'm very unsuccessful at explaining the concept to, to the to the individual, like they're they're not able to grasp the concept. It's like, okay, let's say you have a house that you bought for five hundred thousand dollars, and you know you take CCA over a period of twenty five years, 
and you've taken essentially $500,000 of CCA, just to make an extreme example. When you sell that house for a million dollars, not only are you going to have a capital gain of $500,000, you're also going to have a recapture of $500,000. So at the highest tax bracket, let's say a 50% tax bracket, right? You're going to owe $250,000 of tax on the the CCA recapture plus $125,000 of tax on the capital gain. So that comes as a surprise to a lot of people. So when I'm unsuccessful at explaining that, and, and I also have this philosophy when I'm doing investment advisory services, if I cannot explain an investment and you cannot understand it, I'm going to shy away from recommending it. So I guess in the past, like my father's clients, he wasn't able to successfully explain this to a lot of his clients who, you know, for the most part, were really good at earning money, but they weren't super educated, right? right? So he was like, I'm not even going to deal with this nonsense of explaining why they got to pay all this tax when they sell the property. So he didn't even mention it to I, the, I, a lot I, of the clients. For me, uh, for me, I, I just don't understand. Your math was really good there. You're going to owe 250000 You're still profitable. But that 250000 that you are going to owe you saved throughout the last 25 years. So you were able to reinvest it over 25 years to grow what you're doing. So I, I agree with you in, in um, if they don't understand it, you know, you might want to shy away from it, but to the people out there, just understand it because it yeah, makes you need more to understand sense. It. Yeah. Um, there was another, there, there was some other, there are some other tax planning that we take into account should we take CCA or, or, or not? I mean, if there's cash in the company and people are approaching retirement, um, there, there's, it, I find around the retirement age is when I really start to say, should we take it? Shouldn't we take it? But as, as Fab said, you know, in working years, if you're making good money, um, you want to take it. And, and time value your money and not pay tax during those years. I think the planning occurs, other than small nuances, the planning occurs at the beginning of someone's career when their earning potential isn't high, but they manage to somehow get their hands on a property or around the end of their career where they're starting to wind down and their income is lower, right? Maybe like we have some people that are in kind of um, like a, like a semi-retirement, mm-hmm. right? So if your income is low and there's not much of a, you know, you're paying tax at 20%, 25%, um, you know, you might want to not take CCA, take the tax hit because it, when you eventually sell the, the building and you take a, a very large amount of CCA, you're going to push yourself into a higher tax bracket. But I think that's something that has to be played with on an annual basis. And it's not something that we can recommend um you know, a general rule for. Right. right. Yeah. And, and, and to that point, I mean, the corporation tax rate is 50% now mm-hmm. for, for passive investments. And in, in 25 years, it should pretty much still be the same because it's been pretty consistent over the years. Yeah, so generally what the, what parliament is going to do with that is they're going to have in, in the corporation, let's say you have a, a properties in a corporation they're going to try to mimic to the the best of their ability the personal the highest personal tax rate. Right. So for investment income, and it's going to be a mechanism mechanism of actual corporate tax and then refundable dividend tax on hand, which is a notional like it, it's a 
not a notional, but it's a withholding tax that they give back to you when you make a distribution to yourself, mm-hmm. to a taxable dividend. So it does get complicated. And I think the, the takeaway is you should really work on this. This is a decision that should be made at filing time every year. And remember, it's an election. You don't have to take it and you don't have to take the full amount. Right. You can take up to the full amount before you drop yourself to negative income or, or a loss. Right. I think the other consideration that I think of, because we see this a lot, right, is if it's a personally held property, are you thinking of moving in and out of it? Oh, geez. right. Yeah. So if you are, you know, um, let's say you own a property and you move out of it and you want to extend the principal residence exemption, you cannot take CCA for the four years after you've moved out of it if you've made that election, right? So let's say you own a property, um, uh, uh, your principal residence, all right? And you get a job, I don't know, like you get a contract job for two, three years somewhere else. So you can move out of that property, rent a, rent a residence somewhere else, put a tenant in your property, and you can extend the principal residence exemption for up to four years, right. allowing you to take tax-free gains on that property. In that particular case, you want to make sure that your accountant understands that you want to extend. Completely. Right? Because, you know, especially if you're switching accountants, they might say, oh, there's a rental property, there's rental income, okay, take CCA, right? And they don't even ask the question that, did you buy this rental property or did you move out of it? Because if you take CCA, you disqualify yourself from extending the principal residence exception. Yeah. Right. So I think that's that's kind of another point. But once again, it's making sure that your accountant has that information on the the nature of the property, how it was acquired and what your intentions are with that property down the road. Yeah. So, I mean, some good takeaways, even in even in my situation, I have rental properties. I have rental income. I can pay myself out of my properties on paper. Um, That is my higher tax company that I'm paying tax at 50 percent in that company. My other companies are, are at 12% tax. You know, where do I want to take my salaries from? Technically, I would want to take it from my rental, my rental company. But please understand that I don't. <laughs> I take CCA even in this case. And the reason is for simplicity. I don't want to go back and forth where I'm taking my income. I keep it simple. But there is that option and opportunity if you have significant properties with significant um, income and cash flows in them and you have an active company on the side there is some playing on there so you don't have to take cca you can pay yourself from the different company right and i think the big point about cca with a property as well is that other assets automobiles leasehold improvements furniture equipment this stuff tends to depreciate in value. So taking CCA is not that dangerous from a resale. Like if we were to liquidate all this stuff here, we're probably gonna take a loss, right? So taking CCA, I'm taking it all day long. The consideration is when you're buying um, a piece of real estate, which tends to increase in value over time. The land increases. The land increases in value over time, right? Um, But even sometimes the, the building could increase in value as well. It could, right? Mm-hmm. So from that particular perspective, if you're taking, if you're taking or a condo, for example, there's really no land, right? You have a claim to land, 
right? So in that particular uh, case, there's a lot of rules around the allocation of the sale price between the depreciable component and the non-depreciable component to stop people from allocating everything to the land and nothing to the building so that they don't they can play games with CCA. So I think it's really a consideration of where do you stand right now? Are you in a high tax bracket right now? If you're in a high tax bracket right now um, and you're going to be in a lower tax bracket, let's say in retirement or down the road, it's a, a no-brainer, in my opinion, to take CCA on a property because of time value of money, right? Do you have something that you can do with the money savings, right? Because if you do and you can invest it and make a good return on investment, yeah, it's probably a no-brainer to take CCA. Do you understand how CCA works? If you don't, maybe uh, you might want to be <laughs> hesitant to take it. Or learn it. Or, you know, or take the time to learn it because it affects your finances, Right. Other than that, I, I don't really have any other major nope. points. Right. So I think that's about it, really, for that's CC it. on a rental property.